0: bench warmers i'm back and i'm better than ever uh i'm back here with the center of attention episode one. Oh, i have that wrong it's not 148 it's 149 so i'm gonna do a little editing on the fly this is why i have the title of producer but this is why i never have the title of decent producer it's, it's just producer um uh, center of attention this week now that we have it right episode 149 i, I titled this one play and hurt because you know as much as it may suck, we're going to podcast through a scratchy throat, a runny nose. My nose has been bleeding like crazy, uh, so I might have another one of those episodes. Nico's also you know, traveling every week, so he has a reason to be worn down. I see 140 12-year-olds a day, but we are going to be talking a lot this week about that toughness factor and that mental toughness, and that leads me to talking about. So last week's Center of Attention, I said football season starts. Well, it hasn't started because miraculously, six hours before our game on Saturday, The team we're going to play all ends up getting COVID. I don't even know how you get a test that fast and have it come back positive, but they forfeit, which is no big deal. I guess it sucks that we didn't have a game to play, but then I'm thinking about it. This is sixth grade football. This is an 11 year old team and their coaches looked at all of those kids in the face and said, yeah, I'd rather save all of us the embarrassment instead of going out there and playing. We'll just say that we got sick. I know it's the fourth time that we've had COVID as a team for however many years in a row. This, this is a team that was notorious for it. I hope it's not like a foreshadowing of things to come in Pop Warner. I'm hoping that the Box State Bruins have a game upcoming this weekend. But that toughness and, and kind of taking it easy, letting the easy way out leads me into what my initial topic for the center of attention was going to be, and that's Swamp Kings. I don't know if people have watched the documentary. Obviously, they have because it's one of the most popular series on Netflix. It's been out for a while. There's four episodes, so maybe you haven't finished all four. But basically, it starts and ends in the same place. So if you've seen the beginning and then if you catch like parts of the end, you've basically seen the entire thing. This is one of the greatest, just pure storylines. This is this was our dream that we've asked for for however long. This was the writers, the media's dream for however long. Talk about the team with Aaron Hernandez. Talk about the team with Riley Cooper, Marquise Pouncey, Mike Pouncey, all of these guys, a team that had 20 five of its players arrested a year that they made a bowl game they finished seven and three and since they weren't in contention for the national championship 27 players arrested on not like misdemeanors felony charges all just disappear and we barely get half an episode that talks about any of this I I was honestly it was a good documentary I'm entertained I will watch anything that's college football I've established that on this show that's my sickness but if you're gonna Advertise that you're talking about all the dirty shit that was going on and then you don't touch on any of that dirty shit i feel like south park when they're reading the banned books like why is this book banned there's no upsetting i was waiting for the cool offensive stuff and i read a whole book for no reason i watched the whole entire documentary series for no reason i knew all of what was talked about in the swamp kings so that's where where we're going to start off we're going to get into the rest of the episode you guys will see the uh intro music be sure to like subscribe thank you for listening to the center of attention and let's get into episode 149 If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. We don't get off days here, Nico. We might be both under the weather. We might both not be feeling great. We don't get off days. We got to bring it. We got to bring it for the people, the people that tune in. Far end of the bench, Jimmy Palato, Nico Bryant, episode 149. Thank you everybody for being here. Uh, we appreciate it. That's why we are we decided, even though we 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 both had plenty of reasons not to do a show this week. We wanted to bring you the content. You guys deserve it. And we're coming up on the season where we can't take a break because if we miss a week of, of the NFL season, we miss out on almost all the storylines. We want to keep up everything. So Real quickly, be sure to follow down below at Pod. Subscribe to the Far Under the Bench YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Variety Sports Network as well. We're proud to be a member of them. We had our first talk in the Gridiron last Sunday. This Sunday, 7.45 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I'll be back on with Darren and a couple of the other guests from the network. We'll probably have Nico on the show. We're going to have Rev back on that show. Um, And then we're also, last last little update here, there is going to be Top of the Mountain returning. Rev and I are doing our preseason slash week one Uh, episode of the top of the mountain. If you're interested in RMAC college football. All right. That's all the business and the housekeeping. I figured let's get out, get that out of the way. So now we can just focus on the fun stuff. Nico, other than the scratchy throat and and the fact that it's, it's five o'clock and I feel like I'm ready to sleep for three days. How is you
1: last well, week? The regular season went well, three, yeah. 3 0 3 0 at the end of the regular season. Um, we're going to Boston, shipping up to Boston now, so that's that's very exciting. We'll be playing at Gillette Stadium, yeah. You heard that correctly. Gillette Stadium, where the Patriots play, is where we'll be playing. So, uh, we've we play on Labor Day, which is always exciting. It's like I said, it's a big week. College football's back, KLL playoffs going. I mean. The, the, the Nuggets are still world champions. The Avs, uh, Nathan McKinnon's at the BioSteel camp with McDavid and Bedard. I mean, uh, the whole world of sports is fi- like summer break. Fortunately, is, is is basically over. So, so we are in the thick of of getting back in the swing of things.
0: Not to commit you to something, but are we going to get a new background? Because now it, if we continue to advertise summertime, we might depress some of the listeners. Or maybe it's the hopeful thing. We could keep it for a little bit, see how people feel. Maybe that's your indication to subscribe. See if you like the summertime vibes throughout the year. Maybe we'll keep it for a little bit so Nico has some time to, to relax after the season. But we do have plenty of stuff to talk about. It might be a little bit shorter of an episode because the last few weeks we've been, we, we get chatty a little bit. Even though we talk every week. And we were able to actually see each other in person over the weekend, you know, un- unfortunate circumstances for that. But it was good to to see you in person and-, and all that kind of stuff. We've seen each other a little bit more over the last few weeks. We get off topic. We get long winded. But this week we'll probably kind of keep it cut down and we're going to start with college football. So it is week one. I know week zero had games. Some of them were OK. We got to see a little bit of. of some of the questions were, I guess, addressed. You're not going to answer any of the questions just in a week zero game, but I, mean, I want to start I, with that. I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I
1: didn't even know what who was playing week zero. I just saw uh, Caleb Williams that.
0: threw four touchdowns, so –
1: the only thing I saw were the memes of, like, if you're watching Week Zero football, you're a fucking sicko. And, and, and the people in the hospital mm-hmm. being like, yep,
0: I'm the sicko. Here I am. Mm-hmm. I I was one of those – one of said sickos as well. I, it was on – we also watched a couple of high school showcase games. I saw, I saw Chaminade Florida play St. Mary's out of Maryland. Don't ask me why. I just did. That's, that's something that I find fun in my off time is to watch all of these football games. But before we get into Week 1 matchups – The 2008 Gators, what's your take on, so obviously you know like some of the backstory of of the guys that were on the team, led by Tim Tebow, they were the most popular team at the time, so we weren't around each other at that point, but were you in on the hype or was that before your college football Kind of. Well, I, I, I wasn't
1: a Tim Tebow. Like, obviously, he's, look, he's a Denver Bronco for fuck's sake. Like, like if you're a Bronco fan, you have a little bit of love toward Tim Tebow. You always will. Like, it doesn't matter what he ended up doing in his career. Like, you still have that Tim Tebow part of you that's like, oh, Timmy. Like that that time was such a fun time when Peyton happened, and then we all forget about that. But yeah, it's I look look I. That, that, that Florida team – and, look, that time there in Florida was crazy. Obviously, all the people that were there, Pouncy Twins, Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, um, Riley Cooper um, – I'm sure, uh, uh, Percy Harvin, um, um, Ryan Lochte was at the university, like uh, at, at Florida at the same time. Uh, like, I think like, Joakim Noah
0: was, wasn't Joakim Noah Joaquin, there during that time? Joakim, yep. Joakim Noah,
1: Corey Brewer, and Al Horford were all there from basketball. Like oh it was like, Florida, university of Florida was the place to be in the late 2000s. Like there, there's, there's no doubt about that, but the the fact that they decided that they're look I didn't watch it but I'm only telling you what I've heard online and people are not happy and I'm, I'm sure you're not, you're gonna go dive deep into it more is like it seemed as though it was it was a fucking two hour episode two hour show on how to pump Urban Myers tires and and, oh, yeah. and to get make him make him seem like this all time great coach and look he is a great all time head coach but, on, but so last late. time I checked like last time I checked like. He's trying to rebuild the image that happened for him. The, the image that happened, uh, that ha- happened for him. What what happened in Jacksonville two years ago? Like that's just not going to work. And and everything that he, everything that Joe tried to do, just it, it just went down the wrong wrong pipe. Yeah, you had to cover Tebow, and that was the majority of the story. There's so many other things that they could cover. They They said. No, I'll pass. And, I'll, and look, as someone I didn't watch it, I, I've heard, I've heard it all, and I don't doubt it. And I'm sure you had more to touch on that.
0: Yeah, I'll probably talk about it a little bit more in depth. I'll finish. i have not finished through episode four, but it was it kind of pissed me off that they played the exact same footage that I remember seeing in episode one. So if you binged it, you saw the same thing twice. But just looking at the 2008 roster alone, and they they did a good job of going back. So the first championship was 2006. That was the pre-Tebow Heisman campaign. So they won two national titles during Urban Meyer's tenure at Florida. And I will give him the credit that he deserves as a college coach. I always will say that he deserves that credit and then mention every time that he gets in hot water with something, he has some kind of health condition and it's now seeing it. And and they did kind of pull the curtain back a little bit more on that. Apparently he was addicted to Ambien and drinking when he was a coach in college. That's why he had his health scares or his health episodes, but he's just honestly what it showed me and maybe I'm seeing it just from the way that I want to urban Meyer is the biggest narcissist, like he has mental disorders out the wazoo. He is such a narcissist perfectionist that he believes if somebody beats him, it has to be some catastrophic. That's why he has a heart failure every time that somebody beats him. It seems like, and the funny thing is, is that Florida, when he won his national titles, they were 11 and one, they weren't undefeated. He, I think the only undefeated title he had was at Ohio state. Um, with Zeke and those guys but it was just I uh, the the 2008 roster like I have pulled up they had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 players go on to play in the NFL and mo- a majority of them played over the average which is about two and a half years they played like five six seasons some of them went on to be greats some of them never matched what they did at florida but that at that time and you mentioned all the other guys on campus the athletics parties just had to be debauchery out the wazoo it was was as bad as miami was florida was just as bad they just apparently nobody wants to take down mighty florida we're going to continue to put them on a pedestal even after they've not been relevant and they're really not that relevant you know what I learned after watching that? They've won three national championships in a hundred years of Florida football.
1: Only three. Yeah, it's, it's 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 true. And like, look, Miami comparisons come up all the time. Like, oh, the bad boys, the the whatevers, like all that kind of stuff. Those Miami teams, those had Hall of Fame players. Like, look, like don't get me wrong, Pouncy Pouncy Twins probably Hall of Famers. Cincy Bill Cultural Hall of Famer, not a Pro Hall of Famer. Like, 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 like maybe you can have an argument with Cam Newton. Like, that's pushing it because he was an, only because he was an MVP. Like, those, yeah, there was there was some hall. There was a great players, but they they, they should have done a lot more in their career, and, and they'll be known obviously for a lot more of the off field stuff. It's more specifically with Nazi Twins and Aaron Hernandez, unfortunately. And, uh, and Riley Cooper, funny enough, like it, 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 it is, it is wild how all of it tied together of, of like this one once great, great football team that just literally all hell broke loose. And, and, and like I said, it is wild. Um, some guys obviously did end up better than the others, but it, it is it is wild where, where 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 that football team stands today, less than less than yeah, nearly fifteen years ago, fifteen years later.
0: Yeah, it's the the wildest thing. And I forgot to mention this. The only mention of Aaron Hernandez was them was Tim Tebow talking about how he was being profiled as the only Mexican on campus. So if you didn't watch the Inside the Mind of Aaron Hernandez documentary, if you didn't watch the NFL at the time, you came to the doc, this documentary. and You're like, oh, that Aaron Hernandez guy, that sucks that he was picked on for being Mexican. Not that he had a double murder and killed himself in prison to I, I, who for who knows what reason. But they had a full Netflix docu-series on this guy. And then, oh, yeah, no, that sucked. He was bullied a couple times for being Hispanic. Uh, it's Like I said, it's wild, the,
1: the shit that they just didn't talk about. Like, I'm learning – I learned more about what those Florida Gators team on Twitter slash X now ra- rather than the document r- rather than watching that documentary, which makes me not want to watch it basically. Because like I said, the pumping of Meyer and the pumping of – like I said, I love Tebow, but like the pumping of not all the – all, not not all the bad stories, but all all the triumphant stories is not why I, I want to watch that. I want to see the tough times. Like, look, Johnny Manziel can say what it wants, but like, there was a little bit of a. You know, he went through all the shit. Now he looks like he's in a happier state of mind, and like, the, look, like you had to show all the bad shit to get to that point. Same thing with with the the uh, trashers, the DB trashers, like like that that untold series. Just pumping the tires on a on a on a on a couple of years where a team a team a team that literally had one, biggest, some of the biggest storylines in the past uh, decade and a half like and just not talking about it ridiculous.
0: I don't know. Somebody at Florida must have something on Netflix or maybe one of the execs at Netflix is a Florida grad. Uh, speaking of Florida, they were one of the first games, one of the first games that I think are worth watching of the weekend. They play Utah on Thursday. That's a rematch from last year when the Utes beat them out in the swamp. Um, other notable games, there's not a lot of ranked matchups. There's games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday since it is Labor Day weekend. So you get your fill of college football. That is for sure. Ohio State opens up the season at Indiana. That game will be on CBS, I believe. That's Saturday. Um, let's see. Uh, Georgia is going to take more- on UT Martin. How about that? Georgia and UT Martin. No, what a what a scheduling. Who? Oh man.
1: You're, who? Uh, look, oh. the biggest game of the weekend. It's 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 kind of crazy to say this, but it's hard to say the biggest game of the weekend is not CU versus TCU. Like am I wrong here? Like, like it's going to be that most- or
0: Florida and LSU? Florida LSU is a top ten matchup. Or Florida State or LSU. LSU? Florida okay, State Florida LSU? LSU, is a LSU. Top, top ten matchup. Yeah. Oh okay,
1: yeah. Take that back. That's probably number one. But but for one of the most viewing viewing most viewed games of the weekend will be it's going to be C U T C U. Okay and anyone that, that bites me on that can come can, can come at me. Obviously I'm wearing my yeah, CU you're wearing stuff. The shirt. I was gonna say I, I, I got I got my my two older brothers went to CU and my, my school doesn't have a football team so that's where my allegiances lie. And look I I, I said it that CU could be a bold bull bull, bull bullbound this this upcoming season um and they're facing a team that was in the national championship last year like this is good like I said you 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 will see right away what Shudor Sanders what Travis Hunter what 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 all these great players that prime time brought over to, to the University of Colorado will be right off the bat right off the bat that and, and look the spread look I am not Phil Milkinson over here but the spread is minus 20 and a half it is a crazy spread if I could bet, I would definitely shade that CU can cover and make it interesting because the talent that they brought in, yeah, it may not be a full team. Yeah, it may not be TCU's level. TCU lost a lot of guys, a lot of guys. Like we talked about in the preseason rankings. They were they finished number two in the season, and they dropped to what, 20th? 17th. That, that is whatever it was. The, the lowest drop of, of, of a team was the national championship and I believe, this, the modern era. So, like I said, if you have if you have a chance to shock the world, show what you're made of, and, and, and put something puts some things now notice. No one expects you to win. Everyone's like, LTC oh, is going to blow these guys out of the water. No one expects you to win. Put on a show. See what see what you're made of, and put Colorado football back on the map. So, I, I look. I'm very I'm very very excited. I won't be able to watch it, unfortunately, because I'll be at the PLL awards show Saturday night, so, mm-hmm. for my boys. But but like I said, I will have it um, have the highlights on and, and be trying to keep up to date the best I can.
0: They're at uh, 10 10 a.m. they're on the they're the big noon kickoff. So a couple of good things for the opening game for prime. Uh did you see what Hall of Famer happened to make an appearance at practice this week? Michael Irvin. Uh, uh,
1: Michael, Michael Irvin, Irvin did,
0: and then defensive tackle Hall of Famer. Did you see who else? Guy that Warren has Sapp no also. Warren Sapp was out at practice. So those two guys have, have already come by, checked out what Dion's got cooking down in Bo- over in Boulder. I'll say over in Boulder because it is basically over on the map. Geography teacher here. Um, but then also, Joel Klatt's going to be on the call. If you know who Joel Klatt is, he is a CU guy born and bred. So you're not going to have some national broadcaster who has no idea who these guys are. He is the lead analyst for college football. You get Gus Johnson, who has one of the most iconic oh God, calls Stokely. of all Denver sports fans' memories. Stokely, down the sideline! Oh, my God! It broke my heart because it was against the Bengals. But those are those are the good things. So even if you don't it's expect 20- a lot from CU... You're going, going to get to a, a really entertaining. I, know, I did not know it was
1: Gus and, and Joel on the on the call. Well, that makes me even more they get excited. get them for the first for the
0: two weeks. So they get them this week, and then they get them when they go to Nebraska, too. Oh, oh, or when Nebraska not, if, comes if, to see you.
1: Yeah. If we, if, 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 look, knock on wood that we win this week, but if we don't win, I'm will be. i going to do everything I can to be in attendance since Nebraska is all Thursday. If not Nebraska, then I'll be in attendance
0: against uh, CSU.
1: If, no, unless CS- it's. Yeah, be, no, yeah, because I have I'm the best. We got that Rocky Mountain yeah. Showdown
0: going again. That's the CU. CU starts off with three really, really watchable games, which is good Absolutely. for the program. It's good for what Prime wants Absolutely. to do. Mm-hmm. And possibly we could see Colorado emerge more into a national brand because it is very regional. Right now, we're basically
1: people are even Colorado America's, America's team. <laughs> like, 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 people were saying it was Kansas last year because they were like the, 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 the little engine that could. No one thought any of them. And look, I don't know if CU is going to be as good as Kansas was at the beginning of the year last year, but like, why not have a little fun with, with, with what Dion is putting out there and, and the great talent he has around? Because, like, I said, there's NFL talent all over the field. Like, there absolutely is. Whether this team can put it together is the, is the question. So, we'll, yeah. we'll see.
0: And they're gonna have a two-way player that tra- Ty Henry, uh the big big recruit he stole, Thomas. Travis Henry. Uh he's oh, playing yeah. playing both ways. Travis Hunter is, is gonna be receiver and starting cornerback. Uh that's been confirmed through. He,
1: the, he's a the guy that's that, that, that people are he's a guy that people are putting in the top ten, top fifteen for Heisman watch, like already. Like that that is wild. That is wild to me. But I mean, hey, if this guy's that good, why not?
0: Uh, he he chose the HBCU initially over Florida State, and now he's with Prime in uh power. You know, they're going to be Power Five, and they got moved into another Power Five conference, um, moving forward. Before, in the I'm last, sure. well. yeah, <laughs> the big the Big Twelve. But uh last game that I wanted to mention, it is not the end of the weekend. So the last game of the weekend on Monday for Labor Day is Clemson at Duke, which eh, not not really all that interested. But Florida State LSU, if you remember last year. Uh, the opening weekend, that was the craziest finish. That was um, – Florida State was not supposed to be in that game. They were not supposed to win that game. It was uh, – and now I'm, I'm – who is the guy from Notre Dame? Brian Kelly. It was Brian Kelly's opener. It was supposed to be like a showcase for him, and it went poorly. Like, they lost in one of the worst ways possible. It's a rematch. This time it's in Florida State, and both teams are ranked top ten in the country. Florida State eight, LSU five. And Florida State happens to have the second favorite, for uh, Heisman Trophy voting at the moment with, with Travis. Now I'm, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is the quarterback for Florida State that is second in the Heisman voting currently. That is a huge game. I'm glad that we get at least one of those in week one and we don't have to just sit through a whole bunch of Georgia UT Martins, but that is probably the most competitive one of the weekend.
1: Absolutely. Like I said, having those, those, like I said, it's nice to see these schools play against the non-opponents that they face every single time outside of a outside of a bowl game. Like I said, LSU and Florida State are two very notorious um, college football programs. Obviously, I've not really played very often outside of occasional bowl game, occasional actual championship, whatever it may be. And now that you can see them back-to-back seasons, that's great for the sport. It's great for the product of, of college football.
0: Yeah, and uh, that was also – so that was the game that Mackenzie Milton, who was the quarterback from UCF that blew out, like broke his leg completely in half, that was the game that he was able to come back and start after – or not start, but play in after that injury. And if they would have taken care of it, I I figured that Disney would have had another script on their hands, but unfortunately it didn't go that way. Um, Plenty of other games. If you're a college football fan, it's the best time of the year. You have college football galore. Um, Let's move on. To something that's probably a little bit more pressing in your mind, you just came back. We're going to talk about the games, it's
1: the only thing on my mind, Carl. Yeah, it's hard it's to the think about thing. football in general.
0: Well, that's that's a good thing that we're going to save. We're spending some time, so we talked about the PLL for the last two weeks. We're going to talk about the games that took place in Salt Lake City. I have the results pulled up, and then we'll look ahead and preview the four matchups, excuse me, three matchups, uh, that are going to be taking place this weekend in Boston. So last week in Salt Lake City, the games. Were as follow Friday night the archers lose to the water Dogs 14-13. one of the um, craziest
1: finishes of the season by the way it was a two-point goal that, that with with I believe it was 20 seconds left uh, to tie the game at 13 and then and then uh, a last second fumbled by the archer's goalie went right into Kieran mccardo's hands and they they finished off in regulation thankfully. Thankfully, did because we're an ESPN game and we only had 25 minutes of warm up time. It would have been like 10 minutes of warm up time, so it would have been really bad. But luckily, that game ended the way it did. So, it, like I said, that was a hell of a game. Absolutely incredible. Two, like I said, two teams that are two of the favorites going. On, obviously, Archers the one seed. Um, War obviously reigning champs. So it, there's there's a lot of hype going into that game.
0: It was a, a playoff type matchup, especially if, if that's the way that the Water Dogs were able to come back and get the win over the, the top ranked team. Next game on Friday night, it was the ESPN two game. Redwoods clinched the championship series and they also sync up that lock up that four seed in the playoff tournament, beat the Atlas 12 to seven. Um, what did you see out of out of your guys? You were obviously up close and personal and, and invested in that one. Uh didn't take overtime, so now they progressed from only overtime wins. We can win in regulation. And if you want a three game winning streak, you might as well get a three game winning streak going into the playoff tournament.
1: Exactly. Like like I said, when one game is good, when two games, you're getting hot. When three games, what do we call that, Jimmy? Oh, a winning streak. streak. A winning streak, exactly. If you don't get the reference, um, just you need to. This is all I'm going to say. Um, you uh, to Major league, major league. Either way, like I said, having having that big win against the Atlas, a team that obviously we made the big trade for Omar Dennis Miles Jones a couple of weeks prior, like it was great to see that our team come out that hot. We started up I believe it was 5 and then um had, had Nakai Montgomery go down. Um, it's un, undiagnosed right now what his injury may be. We'll see um, what his timetable is for the rest of the season. It's very, very unfortunate. The kid, he's a great kid. Um, hopefully, he, he can return and get back to uh, where, where the level he's playing. Because, because like I said he, he's a great player, great, great, great guy. One of my favorite guys on the team. If you're a teammate of if, you, if you're a guy on the team, you're not just let me say that, but he is. And, and, and like I said, I hate I hate seeing things like that go down. It's a Clean hit, so be it. But either way, it's always sad seeing a guy go down right before a playoff run starts. Uh, but yeah, either, going in, like I said offense. That has been hitting all cylinders. You're getting two point goals out of your rookie defenseman, Owen Grant. You're getting you're getting Rob Pinell uh, having uh, having a day. You have uh, uh, or scoring goals behind the back and pointing Atlas fans on the end line. You have guys like Cole Kirsch, who was a, uh, a third pick, our third pick in the draft uh, in, a, in the third round, and him having a five point night, three two goals, three assists. I mean, look look, this offense is hitting its drive at the right time, perfectly. And 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 gearing up for a, a great matchup with the chaos on on, on uh on, on Monday morning at eleven forty five AM Easter AM Easter, which is nine forty five here, which is crazy to me. But like I said, we, you, you you run into a situation where you want to get going at the right time. You look at the last couple champions of the league. It weren't teams that, that, that were top of the standings. It was teams that got hot at the right time. It seems mm-hmm. though muster muster three wins in a row that if you can keep this momentum going good things can happen like i said anything can happen in the playoffs and getting um getting a big statement win on 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 last saturday uh for for us was was big and and, and getting, our, getting our getting our heads straight now that we got champ series locked up now let's go now let's go chase a ring so uh, i think the boys are ready and i like where they're at right now
0: it was awesome to see the way that things ended up and obviously we got to be in person for the one in denver um, so the Redwoods have been, obviously I've been converted. If it's not the Redwoods, you know what I'm, I'm going to say, but I'm not going to say it now. Cause I'm going to give them their respect. Saturday's games in Salt Lake, uh, the cannons take down the whip snakes, 15 to 11 and the chaos beat the Chrome 13 to seven. A couple of those teams. Well, at least one of those teams, the chaos, right? Completely out of it. That was the team that was out of playoff well, contention. Entirely, no, the, right? the, the, Chrome, the,
1: the Chrome had a chance. We, we opened the door slightly, slightly for them. By winning by five goals, <laughs> they had to win by 12 goals versus the chaos. Obviously,
0: that didn't oh, happen. And, only 12, um, right? Only 12. Oh, Yeah,
1: only went all on by only 12 to make the playoffs. It didn't happen, so they were eliminated and they won the uh Brennan O'Neill soup sticks is all I'll say. They're, they they have they have uh, they've won those soup stakes. Um, in regards to the other game, Cannon's get a big one. Um, they were able to secure the second seed. Chrome, the Chrome and Cannon, or Chrome and chaos game ended and in, in a in, or not ended but. Had a bench clearing brawl, um, which is very interesting. It looked like a clean hit. That's very interesting to see if there's penalties uh, stricken down because obviously there's one team playing this weekend and one team that's not. And we're playing the team that's playing, that that, that was in that game.
0: So. the one with the crazy bald coach that like screams and he was like yes.
1: telling his- Andy, that- Andy Towers. Andy yes. Towers, the big boy that that just loses his mind every chance he gets, so- looks like
0: a, a strength and conditioning coach in a college program.
1: He, he, he lo- he lo- yeah, he looks like he's basically an offensive line coach at, at a small <laughs> D three school. Is what I'll, what I'll say. He's a get but back yeah, guy. I, get back, coach. That that easily just one of the most intimidating guys in the league. So. Um, that team doesn't take shit from nobody, and, and they cost them. I don't think will. I think it's probably just a bunch of fines. Um, but, but like, I, that's not insider information. That's just something I've been told. I, I haven't been told. Like, like I, I don't know if they're suspended. I don't know if it's fines. I don't know what. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just a, hey, get your shit going. We can't have this shit happen again. So, we'll see. But, but with that second game, Chrome eliminated, chaos moving on. Um, that, that secured the playoff matchup, so.
0: I th- I see it. Paul Rabel and and his brother are probably sitting in the room, and it's the we'd said it last week with Thomas Shelby. I've seen Piggy Blinders, by the way. I'm gonna get all the way through it because I I mean I love that old gangster type show. stuff. It is a great the, show. No fighting, no fucking fighting. Oh, but do it, top, do it again.
1: Top, top top three show of all time in my opinion. Like I I have Game of Thrones. I have, I have Piggy Blinders, and I'm gonna put Yellowstone right there. That's that's my top three. You gotta Peaky Peaky watch Blinders the Sopran-
0: you gotta watch the Sopranos. Also dude, those
1: those don't miss. prime like I said, prime Game of Thrones, there's not much TV that beats that. Like I'm serious. Yeah. Like I'm serious. What Game of Thrones did for me and, and House of the Dragon, the new show that's coming out, which was sneak preview of, of what the guest special be. will be movies, not TV shows, but um like that that prime television slot of, of Game of Thrones and House of Dragon got gets me going like not not much. Not much else.
0: It's they had like a few few like a decade and a half run where it was Sopranos. And then that got taken over uh, by the wire for a little bit. And then they had Boardwalk Empire, which was really popular. And now they've started to kind of find that groove again with uh, Peaky Blinders is not HBO, but those, those kinds of things. It's, it's all, I'm I'm hooked. I've only watched like three episodes, but I'm, I'm in and I'm going to start instead of dreaming in Tony Soprano's accent. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm going to start dreaming in a, a Piggy Blinders accent. Yeah,
1: you'll have you'll 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 have a cap like I have. You'll dress like a. a I'm pretty sure you have a cap. I
0: already do kind of cut my hair that way. I was wow. noticing. I was like, uh, mine's a little long on top, but I definitely I wear a hat all the time.
1: I wear my hair basically like that, so that's, uh, I'm basically full Peaky. All right.
0: <laughs> it took me a second in ep- the second episode or first episode when you see Th- Thomas doing the heroin. I was like, what the fuck? And then I remembered, oh yeah, it's 1920. That's what a heroin. Wow. Pipe look like oh cool uh if you're listening and you're in my class don't do that that's just on the tv show i am not co- i'm not advocating uh let's get back to lacrosse let's talk about the playoffs by the way i've noticed we're at the end of the season i'll, I'll let you wait until the end of the season uh whenever the redwoods do come to an end and then I want you to give us a top five or maybe top three stadium ranking because this last week, Salt Lake city was taking place at Zion's bank. Wanted to give them their credit because I think I've shouted out all the other ones that we've talked about so far this week. You mentioned Gillette stadium, kicking things off in the playoffs. You guys are the first game nine 45 mountain standard time, which that's early, but it is going to be on ESPN plus. And Nico mentioned last week, if you sign up for ESPN plus through the PLL uh, playoffs, you'll be able to get it for, uh, all of those games. So the Redwoods and the Chaos for this playoff matchup. What are we expecting? Obviously, we just talked about the Chaos being one of the more hard-nosed teams and, and not going to take anything off of anybody. Um, are is the strategy maybe to stand up and try and play that way, or are you or you looking to see maybe more of of just plain old Redwood style lacrosse?
1: Well, I'm expecting fast pace up and down. Um, like I said, with with possibly with Nakai not playing this week, that's it's one less offensive weapon. Um, look, basically this goalie league and Blazeword, and like, that's never going to be easy for anybody. And and getting getting a chance to shot at him again is is, is 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 going to be great. Like I said, that first that second matchup where we played them, um, Blaze took over. Uh, we had our chances to to possibly win that game, and then plays happens. <laughs> that's just how it goes, unfortunately. So you're facing a hot goal, facing a good a team that's won a championship two years ago. That's that's never gonna be easy. That's never gonna be easy. So I'm expecting um I'm expecting our defense to hold us. I'm expecting a a good performance from from Jack Kelly and company because Jack and Kelly, Jack Kelly and Ben Jordan obviously are the two Team USA goalies that were at the World Games um, in in June. So two guys are very familiar with each other. But I expect our defense to, to hold our hold our hold our own and be able to be able to keep this a very very close game and and hopefully uh, get us out on top. Um, but like I said, taking a team, down a team that has won a championship less than two years. Um, it's very, very difficult. So, so I expect, um, hard fought game. I, look, I think it's going to be a game of the weekend. I, I, I think it's going to be a lot close to the other two. Um, but then again, anything can happen. but, uh, uh, I, but the Chaos are a damn good team. It's hard to, team, hard to beat a team twice, but someone's got to do it. I'm just thankful we don't, have to, we don't have to have a conversation about beating a team three times in a row. You'll have to do it twice. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but no, nothing but respect to how good the Chaos is up and down the field defensively and offensively. So it's going to be a tough matchup, but I expect our
0: boys to be ready. It's all going to be competitive because it's the playoffs, and the fact that it's one-game elimination – any bad bounce, if something wonky like at the end of the Water Dogs game happens, that could be the end of the team season now. So, hopefully, uh, we, we get to talk more Redwoods lacrosse. We will continue to cover the PLL no matter what. I have to be the one to say that. Nico's not going to say that. He's going to continue to cover the Redwoods. Um, it's awesome to have him as the insider. Next game,
1: yeah, yeah but these other games, those, those two games I don't think are as good. I'll tell you, that. they're not as good, but they're they're, they're an interesting match to say at least.
0: Yeah, well, the Redwoods is four and five, right? That's because we solidified the four and five. Yeah. So that's uh, you kind of expect that the. Look at you you
1: saying we. Look at you saying we. How nice. What are you talking?
0: What are you talking about?
1: Look at you. Look at you. Look at us. Redwoods. Look at Uh, at that. I love. I love hearing that.
0: the whip snakes versus the water dogs my other team' just gonna dom has that towel in his room I have the redwoods one but the uh, water dogs you you expect them to the defending champs to move on and make it to the uh semi final round the whip snakes
1: are the ones that are interesting here because look they, they had they had the trade for Dylan Malloy I, or maybe it was no it was Dylan Morrill, I think or it was yeah, it wasn't Malloy. Malloy was on the atlas but Dylan Morrill from um or david i don't know something Morrill who was on the Chrome got traded there uh right before the deadline, and they, they had him inverted in, in the lineup last week. He was playing attack, and they moved Zed to the midfield, which is very interesting. Zed um, not, is, is obviously a, is a, not a loose cannon, but a Swiss Army knife of sort, sorts. But um, like I said, the War Dogs getting a lot of momentum. I believe it's been three in a row now for them uh, going into last week. So they had their own momentum swinging their way. Big win um, against a team last week in um, – in, in the Archers who obviously didn't have anything to play for, but still like it, it is it is that is something that you can carry into the next carry into the playoffs and carry into that momentum. So and look, between Kerry McCarter, Michael Sowers, uh that career and company, um, obviously Wardow and Net, like this team is still one of the best teams in the league. Like there is no mm-hmm. doubt about that. That's that's like I said, there's eight teams in the league. Everybody can be everybody and, and it's hard to think that the Wardogs aren't Primed up for another um, ball run here because, like I said, they're a very, very good team overall.
0: It would make their owners very happy. And I listened to their owners' podcast quite a bit. So they, they don't give them any credit unless they win championships. You know that they're hungry for that. They also just want another ring. Has anybody gone back to back or has it been all new champions every year? Uh, the, the,
1: the Whip Snakes did in year one and year two. So Whips, okay. Whips won the first two years, Chaos won the uh, three, Water Dogs won year four, and we see where five now.
0: So, Do we see a dynasty? Uh, Begin to brew. I know you got to win three, but if you win, you got to win two before you win three. I'm we'll just saying, see. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. Just saying uh, last game of the weekend on Monday, 3 p.m. Mountain time start Atlas versus the cannons. Our good buddy, Asher Nolting. You're good buddy. I, I knew I went to school with him, but we didn't run in, in any of the same circles. I have the same classes, but uh, got to see him in person. And obviously he's a physical presence. I have to imagine that having a guy like that is MVP a huge finals. X factor when it comes to
1: the playoffs. Yep. They have two MVP finalists on their team, and Marcus Holman and Nash, obviously. So, uh, and the the Alice the have been have been revolving door of guys in their locker. I don't think they know what they're doing. I don't, well, I'm not gonna say that. I don't think they know exactly what their what what their team mantra is, or what, or what kind of what kind of uh, um, what kind what kind of uh, team they are yet. When it's a terrible thing to find out in the playoffs. And Canons mm-hmm. obviously are a team that have have one two in a row, obviously lost to us three weeks ago, but it's a team that is that is top to bottom, one of the most talented offenses in the league with Holman, with Holting, Matt Kavanaugh. I think he will be back for the playoffs it looks like. Um and then having a guy in, in Colin, I believe it's Colin, is the goalie. Callin Kirsten that two, has been um, a goalie of the year as well is is massive. Is massive. Um but then again, like I said, the Atlas were a team before the season started, people people thought that they that they're the most talented team on paper. You have Jeff T, you, have, you have Chris Gray, you have Trevor Baptiste, you have Gavin Adler and 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 uh, 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 Mike, uh, uh, I can't remember who, the, who their other top three draft pick was, but they have two top three draft picks and they have a they have great offensive going forward, Eric Law company that you're like, how does Miles Jones now, how does this team I put it together? Well, like I said, in a one-game scenario, anything can happen. It really, it really can. So, like I said, all that regular season, you made the playoffs. It's all that matters. So, anything can happen. I think, like I said, it's it's a. If I saw an upset, I I would lean this one. But I really don't think the I think the cans will win this game. Um, but if I had to lean one way for for a lower seed to beat a higher seed, most people would say the Chaos because Redwoods are, are known to choke in the playoffs. But uh, I see it as possibly the Atlas because of how good they are. Um, Individually, individually, obviously, put together, they have not shown that all year. So co- things could change quickly, but we'll see.
0: Well, we'll continue to follow the PLL. Make sure you check it out if uh, you're needing something to do at your Labor Day barbecue because nobody's going to have to work, um, or at least I don't have to work. That's going to be nice for me. That's that's awesome. I, I'm so happy that I get a day off of school. I love teaching, but if you if you listen to my other podcast, you know it can get stressful sometimes. Um, check out the PLL games coming up. That's going to be awesome. We're going to move back into some football. We're going to have my last round of Guess the Bench, and then next week we, we kind of uh, worked it out on the show. We're going to have the finale of that, which will decide who has the upper hand once the NFL season starts. That will be the first pick-em as well. So be sure to stay tuned for that in this show, and then next week we'll start our pick series once again. Hopefully I can actually get a win this time against Nico, and I don't keep my Cody Rhodes status officially. Uh, but we're looking at, for our NFL previews, last division, we saved it for last for a reason. It is the home of the Super Bowl champions, which Nico hates to talk about. It's also the home of his own own team, team that we both uh, are firsthand experiencing in the Denver Broncos with a new coach, Sean Payton, trying to figure out Russell Wilson. And then you look out to the NFC West, who just had a huge move. Trey Lance um, gets traded after the 49ers traded first three first-round picks to get him, traded to the Cowboys. Uh, so Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold are going to be the quarterbacks there. And then Seattle – Nobody expected them to be anything after they let go of Russell Wilson. So there's a lot of storylines when you look at the AFC and NFC West. And honestly, if things go well, these could be really two good divisions. If things go poorly, kind of like they did last year, these could be a a division that we're looking at like the AFC, NFC South. It could go either way at this point.
1: I'm not going to go AFC, NFC South version of it. I'm going to go maybe more of – actually, I don't know, because look, you have this. You have two Super Bowl favorites, in my opinion, and and, in top of these divisions. Obviously, the team that I hate talking about, the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think the San Francisco 49ers are a team that people are still circling at the top of their board of being like, yes, this team's a Super Bowl contender. No matter if Brock Purdy, doesn't matter if Sam Darnold, quarterback, they're still a team that you have to look out for. We can start with the Broncos if you want to start there. Um, Let's go start there. Look, I'll, I'll I'll just start off right off the bat. The Raiders are the worst team in this division still. Jimmy Garoppolo, I I saw that man walk out of the end zone. Like oh God, that's that's, he's, that's still the worst team.
0: The Orlovsky himself.
1: I know he made Orlovsky look good. is all I'm gonna say because that was much much worse. And look, the Raiders, the Josh Jacobs, they didn't pay him. They only gave him a one-year deal for twelve million so he could suit up. Um, their defense, I think, is still diminished. Devontae Adams is is trying to find ways to get to the Jets <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers. Like, um, um, th- th- there's a lot of questions in this Raiders team still. And jo- look, they still have. I was gonna say, you do, you trust Josh Daniels now? Yeah, this, they still have the biggest clown in the NFL as head coach. So that's that. That's who I have finishing fourth. Um, because I don't want to jinx myself, I'm gonna put the Broncos third. Um, and, and and be honest with myself like I said I would love for this team to fight for a wild card spot that's that that's that's what I that's what I hope for. I want this team to, to be in the mix to have meaningful games weeks 15, 16 17. Beat the Chiefs once. Beat the Chiefs once. That's that's my goal for this upcoming season. And that's where I would love to see this team. Will it take a year maybe for Sean Payton to get everything going? Maybe. But I think what Sean Payton has done thus far, setting the tone with this team with this team I think has been very, very good. Um, and, and and the only reason why I have them three is because, like I said, the Chargers will shoot themselves in the foot to find a way themselves to beat them the third, but I'm trying to jinx myself here. So I will put the Chargers second um, because the Chargers, like I said, the Chargers are a team. If Justin Herbert takes that next step, which people are waiting on, waiting on, waiting on, yeah, he's a hell of a player, but they're still not winning football games and not winning them on the count, missing the playoffs, losing in the first round after having a 28-0 to lead against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Lots of lots of Charger things happening in Charger land is all I'm gonna say. Like I said, it's hard to take the same it's hard it's easy to take the team out of San Diego, but you can't take the team, the San Diego out of the team, is all I'm gonna say. So Chargers will be the Chargers, and not to the Chiefs number one. Um I think I think the Chiefs team defense will hurt a little bit. Um losing Frank Clark, who is now on the Broncos, funny enough. Um and Chris Jones who was in a who says He's not going to show up till week eight um, yeah. because he's a contract situation. That will be massive to the defense line because the defense line is what revs that edge in defensively. So that 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 may hurt them the first, first couple weeks of the season. We'll see if that affects them long term. Uh, but like I said, you have you have the best quarterback in football, the best tight end in football. It's 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 in the best offense in football for the last however many years. It's very hard to pick against this team winning division.
0: I'm going to I'll start at the top. I think it's the Chiefs losing if if they didn't have Frank Clark or Chris Jones, the Bengals beat them in the AFC championship two years in a row. And we're talking about the Bengals and back to back Super Bowls. And and who knows what happens? Philly might have been a different story. They might have actually got one. But anyways, that's what I'll say about the the player that I think they might lose and, and hurt from the most is Orlando Brown, Jr., and people are going to say, what well, he's a left tackle. He was protecting Patrick Mahomes side. He had a shitty combine. He's an offensive lineman. You're only going to have to do those tests once in your career. And then if you can prove you can play, which he has done, he's been a, a pro bowl selection a couple of times. I think he's made at least one second team, all pro team. And now he's going to be playing on your biggest rival in the conference. I, I, I will say that because they also still kind of treat it that way with the jabroni talk and, and the mayor's not shutting his mouth and everything like that. I think that's gonna hurt them because remember what they what did they struggle with the most when they lost to Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl? They had that pass yeah, rush that they couldn't off. stop.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and if before. you if you struggle not locking down the blind side against Patrick Mahomes, he is injurable. He had a and, a high ankle sprain. And we've and we've done this before. Let's name name the
1: edge rushers in this division alone. Like like Joey, before, Robert, not Joey Bosa, Nick, uh, Nick 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 or no, in this division, not even, not even the conference. Oh, the division, division. yeah. Nick,
0: Bost, Nick, or Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa, Max
1: Crosby or Joe, yeah Joey Bosa, Max Crosby, Chandler uh, Jones, Randy Gregory. Frank Clark. Now, Chandler Jones. I mean, like, that's going to be a problem, I think, for them. But like I said, the the Chiefs are good enough offensively. Actually, we'll see because Biami is gone now. He's in, he's in Washington, but we'll Making see. No they in are, Washington. They, making no friends watching exactly. Um we'll see if they're able to keep that all together offensively, but I, I don't doubt they will because they still have Patrick Mahomes. But like I said, losing those big pieces, like that's 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 some of your core. That's your big core. Like, like your your DBs for the last couple of years have not been great. Like like I remember Danny Sorensen and, 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 and Tyron Matthew just having to be the guys and you're like oh fuck like 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 that, that that's that's actually half decent. Like now, now you look at these guys, and look—they look, they look good because of Frank Clark and Chris, Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Frank Clark being in division now. Will Brown be able to keep Patrick Holmes afloat? Like, there's a lot of question up front, and and whether or not they figure it out in time, we'll see. But like I said, still Patrick Holmes, still Travis Kelsey, still Chiefs, and then that, that's that's the only thing you have to say, unfortunately, um, when you talk about this team. Because yeah, we can talk about the holes, but you still have a lot bigger. You have you have things that can cover that up. Went, but it, we'll see how for how long is the question.
0: Biggest piece of masking tape in the entire league. Um, my, I, so I say Chiefs one, I'll say Chargers two, because they just, on paper, they should be. Um, I think that I'll put the Broncos three. I'm not going to put them last, even though that's what they finished last year. And I honestly... It, wouldn't it be poetic justice? It's not going to be week one. Honestly, I think maybe you lose to the Raiders in week one because Sean Payton, it's it's an extension of the preseason. I know it sucks. I know it hurts. But then hear me out. Josh McDaniels makes it to the other Bronco game. They struggle all year. It's clear that he's on the hot seat. They lose to the Broncos in that second matchup. So the Broncos don't he, extend that streak and he that. gets fired.
1: That's that. what I'm, I'm that.
0: predicting here. I can predict it here and not with Darren because Darren can shut me off. He's the host of that show. I get to shut myself off and I'm not shutting myself off for that. I think Josh McDaniels gets fired after they lose to the Broncos in Las Vegas. Cause it's at home week one, right? Am I, or am I wrong?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're here in Denver week one. So, and look, I'm yeah, not going to so argue they...
0: with you because I, I,
1: my, my thoughts on Josh McDaniels are very much known on this show. just a look, look about it all, all last year. So we'll see. You. But yeah, look, I, I would not be surprised. Well, the only reason why they wouldn't fire him is because the fucking uh, um, 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 uh, um, Al, what's his name? Al Davis, Al Davis. Mark Davis doesn't have any enough money to buy him out. That's the only reason why they'd keep him Um, because of the stupid contract they gave him, but like I said, he's a coach that should be very much an Nazi. Look, you, you have the quarterback that you coached for so many years in New England as a backup, and he turned into nothing in and, 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 and San Francisco outside of one Super Bowl, Pan. So let's see what you're made of, Josh. Let's see what you're made of, buddy
0: yeah uh, I, I I'm hoping for that. then let's look at the NFC West so I'll start this one off. I think Arizona is going to be one of the worst teams in the league um Ch- Ch- Jimmy, being... did, you,
1: did you did you see what, what they did on 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 on
0: Monday on, on, yeah, on, on yeah, Friday? I know they came, I don't know when that started I don't know when that trend started, but they weren't the only ones to call their game before the the final whistle blew. Uh, Miami did the same thing when they were getting thrown. Oh no no yeah, no,
1: no 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 no! I'm talking about what they did on the waiver order on Monday.
0: Oh no! They waived
1: Cole McCoy. Oh, Do you
0: know
1: who's, who's be the their quarterback? Starter? Yeah, Do you know who's going to be the starter for the first four weeks of the season? Josh Dobbs, a guy. Yeah, Joshua Dobbs is their quarterback. Kyler Murray is on the on the on um, either on the pup list or the, the short term IR, which means he can't play the first four weeks of the season. Which means. Uh-huh. Cole McCoy, the guy who started games for you, made you actually look at, like a football team. You released him. He said, "Ah, fuck it, we're gonna lose. Let's just put Josh Jobs out there." This guy, Kyla Murray, is on a one-way ticket to fucking Las Vegas. It seems like because because the the guys to go play at the esports championships in Vegas at this point because the men will not have a starting quarterback job for the for the Cardinals starting next year because you will seek an all-time tank job by by yeah. the Cardinals this year. All time, because Caleb the, Williams the, will be
0: the starting quarterback of the
1: Arizona Cardinals. I, I'm almost, I'm pretty sure that they have the Bears' first round pick as well this year. So they have, they have, they have two first round picks. You have a hey, look. If they suck and the Bears aren't are aren't as good as they are, and they got top, two top five picks, imagine pairing Caleb Williams with fucking. Oh, sure, no, I'll take that back. They have the Texans' first round pick instead. They have the Texans' round pick, not not uh, because of D Hop. They, they don't have they they don't have. Uh, or there's something weird. Either way, they get two top five picks. You compare Caleb Williams with Marvin Harrison Jr. And you're seventh for for a very long time is all I'm going to say. So they're leaking their chops with the idea. Like, yeah, Josh Jobs, go play football for us, man. Please, go, go please go play. For us. Please go lose. Lose as much as you can. I, pull, I, I'm pull him and put in the corner
0: if he starts to play well. If he finally figures it mark. out. Nope.
1: Exactly. Mark my words, that's the worst team in football. I, I have zero doubt about that.
0: So I I say, therefore, L.A., um, I'll say I think that they stay three. Seattle will probably be closer to winning the division. It might come down to like we had a couple years ago where it's the final week of the season. Fred Warner made that play to keep the fourth down stop to win the division for the 49ers. I think that it's more competitive like that because all the reports out of Seahawks camp right now in the preseason is that Geno Smith is still going to be Geno Smith from last year. We're not getting New York Geno Smith. That time is past. Nobody's punching him in the locker room, no anymore. No, not no more. Not no how. Papa don't play that mess. Um, so I think that they'll still be competitive. I could see them if they, are, if Brock Purdy comes back down to reality and Geno Smith plays just as did as good as he did last year. You cannot tell me that Seattle doesn't have a shot of winning this division.
1: Look, the talent that they added—Jackson Smith and Jigma, thats that's big time for them. The, the having having Dmytchat—that's two options for Geno Smith. I don't know if I trust Geno. Yeah, I really don't. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm st- and I look. I think the 49ers are still the best team in this division. I'm going to pick them one. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Los Angeles Rams will be two. It's weird saying that. Obviously, with the, the amount of injuries they had last year, I think this team is going to be much better. I really do. You think I Bobby Donald Wagner pushes them back over the edge. Pushing them back over the edge, which way? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that's them back that's over. debatable. Uh, I'll, I'll have the, have the question, but I, I look I, having Stafford back healthy. Where does as as that sound?s um, I think we'll be official. Cooper Copy back healthy too. Um, they're getting a lot of guys back healthy, in my opinion. So that, I think that. And look, I don't know if I trust the Seahawks yet. I, I, like I said, look, the Seahawks are a team. If a "quote unquote" tanked this year and got to Caleb Williams sweepstakes. They'd be the they'd be the best team in the NFC in three years. I would go out on that limp. That is That's a lot wild of NBA tanking,
0: tanking talk here, Nico. We don't like that in the I, NFL. I,
1: I know we don't. I know we, hey, hey, your your team did it perfectly, okay? And take We just sucked. We up. weren't tanking. <laughs> we were just bad. My team doesn't know how to get a top five pick in the draft, okay? No, so you, we it don't it know what away. tanking is. So so it's it's just mediocrity, okay? That's what my team is. So we don't know how to tank correctly. But yeah, I I. Look at for me, it's it's 49ers, Rams, um, Seahawks, and then I'm gonna go obviously Cardinals. I still believe in Christian McCaffrey, I still believe in Kittle, Debo Samuel. That defense over there is just gonna be better as well. I, I, I for San Francisco, Joey Bosa coming off a year that he could one defense player of the year, or that he might have actually. Like, like they are they are the only thing that's going to get in the way of this team is one position obviously it's quarterback position but no one and i mean no one can hide a bad quarterback better than Kyle shanahan is all i'm going to say
0: this will put a bow on this conversation and then we can we can start getting ready for guests the bench but do you know who the quarterback so if somehow the 49ers managed to win did you see the report of who Kyle shanahan was going to call back to play play quarterback in the super Bowl if the 49ers made it instead of the eagles
1: wasn't talk- who was it?
0: Um, it was somebody that would make your blood boil, the guy that you saw in your division for years. Alex Smith, he doesn't oh. curse.
1: Oh, Philip Rivers. Oh, Philip Rivers was I on call. Was he's like, it Hey, bro,
0: fantastic. I know that you're you got your 10th kid on the way, he's up to double digits now. I know you got your 10th oh, you kid on the him, way, you yeah, gotta I pay you for him, him, right? You got to pay for them. Let's play in the Super Bowl. You never got a chance to in in, in San Diego. How does that able. work? I, I mean, honestly, I I don't know what NFL makes I don't know. They hired Jeff Saturday as the coach this year. Nothing's real. <laughs>
1: not really, wrong. you
0: and I could get picked off the street if somebody saw us somewhere. <laughs> we could get picked. Vince Papali. They made a Disney movie about it. I don't know.
1: No, you're you're not wrong. You're not at all wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. You're not wrong, but. Yeah, but, but Purdy, we'll see if he's healthy. I, look, I, I expect Sam Dyson. Durk- I don't
0: think he'll be bad at all. It'll be – I'm interested to see if he's able to – if he doesn't fall off the, uh, the face of the earth after that magical run. Uh, we're going to get set for guests. – All right, it's uh- – this time now, I gave Nico sports movies last week. I told him, you know, movies are, are my thing. I was a communications major. I even might have taken a foreign films class. I didn't know it was a foreign films class. But when we showed up on the first day, I got the syllabus. We're like, oh, we're going to watch a 1920s German silent film, huh? Oh yeah, this is movies from around the world. Oh shit! Um, okay, oh shit! I guess yeah. I guess Look, I'm here. I,
1: I am touching on I am touching on a lot of different aspects. All I'm gonna say. Like, okay. we, we got we got pop culture we got nerd shit we got we got a lot of nerd shit i'll, I'll tell you that right now i am a star wars marvel dc fan uh, so you star know wars. i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna tell you right now three of the five questions are about those. okay so that's oh, that's where we're at but i think these are all fair questions i i okay. i i'm not tested myself but but some of these questions, it's going to be depending on if you've seen them. Uh, that's 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 the major question.
0: I've so, seen them. So, Do I enjoy Star Wars? Uh uh-uh. uh, not at all. And I know I'm gonna get the Star pissed. Wars
1: question is not Star Wars specific, is all I'm gonna say. So, okay. all right, so first question put these MCU movies in chronological order, as in timeline of when, like, not when the movie was released. But mm-hmm. when, but when, uh, when it came out, basically, like when when it was on the timeline, right. Ant-Man, the first one, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Iron Man three.
0: Okay, the you kind of cut out, so it's Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man Avengers three, and then Age which of Ultron,
1: one? Iron Man three, Ant Man, the first one.
0: Oh, that's the one that's gonna screw me up. I like that one. I like it a lot. But I'm not necessarily up to – I know that um, it's Iron Man 3 leads into Ultron because the suit started to get smarter. Okay. And then – oh, man. I'll say that Ant-Man is the last one. So I think it goes Iron Sorry. Man 3, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man.
1: Bingo. We got a winner. That That's that correct. That is correct. So we got first and correct. Iron Man three was right before Age of Ultron, and, yeah. and was right after. It. Because if if you if you know anything about the yes. movie, obviously I'm not you gonna hit gonna the do nail that on the head. <laughs> yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Iron Man Iron Man three, the suits were starting to get smart, and Ant Man Ant Man was not in the first Avengers. <laughs> so, mm. There you go. So there you go that that that, that was how, I'll do help you that one. This next one I think is a little bit tougher. John Wick. Have you seen John Wick, Jimmy?
0: I'm familiar. Uh, I've seen the first one, but not any of the sequels.
1: Okay, I am currently in the middle of – I've watched the first three. I haven't watched the fourth one yet. I am all over the John Wick uh, era is all I'm going to say. So what is the name of the hotel in which John Wick – in John Wick where no business can be conducted on these sacred lines? Basically, no killing on these lines.
0: What is the name of the hotel? Um, I'm not going to be able to give you the name of the hotel, but I think do they – he doesn't go to the hotel in the first one. He goes to the hotel in the second one, right? I at least know that he does,
1: he does. He does the hotel in each one.
0: In each one of them, all right. Well, I, I
1: very briefly not as much. Not, the hotel is not as big of a storyline in the in the first one as in the second and third. Is all I'll say.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to get the name. I I've seen like all the action sequences. I'll tell you, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to watch a one versus all kill them all movie, I'm leaning more towards the Equalizer series than the John Wick series. I love me some Denzel, and they have Equalizer three coming out. So. I am you know, just gonna is it the Rogue Hotel? It's
1: called the Continental. The Continental the, uh, Assassins yeah, R S. And you pay with with the use of a of a gold coin is, is yeah. how you get in and how you get out. And obviously no killing. Um so all all the assassins live in that building and no one can kill each other on that on that uh on on that line, is all I
0: can say. Everybody in Next John Wick one. can kill you with a pencil. That's all I know from those movies. <laughs> That's
1: you're not wrong, except when it comes when you're on the continental. Next question. How familiar are you with Harry Potter? Not at all. Okay. What this may be a tough one then. What is the term in Harry Potter for someone that lacks any sort of magical ability? Oh, a muggle. We got a winner. The number you got that one correct. Muggle. I was always
0: called a muggle. That's why I know that nerds would make fun of me. Oh, you're not my nerd, you're a muggle.
1: Yep, I've been called that too. So that, that, that was uh, a little background, making sure you knew what you were talking about. Yeah. Fourth one. There are, uh, there are, I believe there's 10 actors slash actresses that have been in Marvel, DC, and Star Wars. Name two of them. Oh, man.
0: the The Star Wars is where I'm not going to really know. Um, Chris Evans was in both. No, no, he wasn't. No, Ryan Reynolds was in both. Has Ryan Reynolds been in Star Wars? Now I'm questioning myself.
1: I'll tell you right now there's no big four. Um, like the the main Avengers, none of those guys are in there.
0: Okay, um.
1: like no no thor no iron man captain america none of those guys think think villains
0: villains oh that's even i'm not going to be able to say the actors or actresses names um uh josh brolin because he was thanos and he was also in a dc movie right deadpool
1: is deadpool was marvel no
0: no I'm just gonna punt. I have honestly, you, you, that's you stumped me. That one was okay.
1: the main ones. Andy uh circus, who who, who uh, he, he was the Ulysses Claw and Black Panther. He he is the uh, supreme leader in, in Star Wars Force Awakens, and he's Pennyworth and obviously Batman's TV series. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: or actually in the new, sorry, not the TV series, the new movie, the new the new yeah. Batman movie. Alright, okay. the main one. Obviously the most well known, Mark Ham. um, the mm. of the Joker okay. in all the animated series, Luke Skywalker. And he was also, um, let's see, where was the he what was also he in Marvel? Arnam Ar- Ar- Zola in the animated series Avengers Assemble. Uh, that that may that may be that may be too hard on Alan. Either way, anyway, that one counts slightly. But if, if, I thought you might have got, guessed that one because of the Joker, and then obviously um, Star Wars, because he's one of the most well-known ones. Another one, Zachary Levi. Yeah, Zachary Levi. He's in Thor: The Dark World and Thor: Ragnarok. He voiced uh, Biff, which is the the, the uh, I believe he's the big uh, what the fuck the is rock character, the big stone guy. Big stone guy. He's yeah. in Star Wars Detours, interesting, and then obviously he says "damn." And then we have the also another known one, Natalie Portman. Thor, obviously Star Wars, Princess Leia, and then um,
0: no, sorry, Padme. Padme. Padme.
1: She's Padme. Yeah. And then let me find what she is in. Uh, what she, and she's in v, v from Vendetta, which is DC, which is crazy. Mm. And this one, this one I didn't know, Tom Hardy. Venom, he's in Venom. He's in uh, – uh, let's see. He's in. He's in the Last Jedi. F, he's a, he's F, he's voiced FN 926, and then obviously the Dark Knight race So those are the main ones we were looking for. for those I did not know about Tom Hardy, because he was he he was a stormtrooper, and 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 I, he was like he made stormtroopers. I, I never guessed
0: that. So no, next no, I, yeah. we
1: have. Yeah, th- those are tough. I, I will say that was probably. I got half. I'm good
0: with I'm good with the half that I've got. you gotten...
1: You're two for four going into your yeah. niche, which is pretty good. Let's see how well you know your Breakfast Club. A Breakfast Ooh. Club was the niche you gave me. Um, yep. Bender, who is uh, the, the bad boy, right? Or not, not the bad boy. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah, he's the, bad. He's he's the bad boy. I honestly have not seen that movie in a long time. So two questions. Why is Bender originally in detention in the Breakfast Club? And how many more times does he get a, te- a detention while there? You can be off by one or two each way.
0: <laughs> okay. He pulled the fire alarm. To get yep, the initial that's, detention that's, that he was in there that's for. That's the
1: first one. You How about you there. spend
0: next Saturday with me? Perfect. And the Saturday after that, good. I have no plans, so that's two more. I'm gonna <laughs> stick. Most things come in threes, but that was like a really pivotal part. I want to. It's. I'm stuck between four and five. You said you give me one extra. Four off it's four. Cause it's a month. I got you for one month. I got you for a month. The, the, the trivia site I
1: saw said seven.
0: Oh, damn it. Yeah.
1: It's seven. So, so he's got him. It's it's seven. So I got, uh, I got the one, I got the one. You got, you got three points, three out of six. That's are we, I'm up by one, I think.
0: I think yeah you have you're up by one so uh, going into the the finale of Guess the Bench next week when we just go back and forth whoever comes out on top that person whatever the differential is it's, it's they get that many games.
1: It's all I'm gonna say. It's ultimate showdown. I picked that, those, were, those, those
0: were those were good. I like I, I like those ones and and they were tough but they were uh, figure I was able to figure them out. I was you know what your coach from Mighty Ducks was in detention for in the Breakfast Club.
1: No idea.
0: I just taped Larry he's Lester's dead. butt cheeks together. Duct taped oh, some kid, poor kids' butt cheeks together, and then they when they tried to peel it off, he's like, and hey, some skin started to come off. It's like that was you. Shout yeah. Out Gordon, yeah shout, was out, me. shout out Gordon Bombay. Shout out Gordon Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay. Gets high in the library. But yeah,
1: next week we have a showdown. I'm gonna give Jimmy five categories. He's gonna give me five categories, and we're just gonna we're just gonna see who's the best. Because I think I'm up by one, right?
0: Yeah, I got four out of six. So that gives me 13. You have 14. If my math is correct. And we all know that my math may very well not be correct, but these were easy, simple numbers. So I got three points. I got another three. I've gotten average of three points. So this was my best round. I got four today. So as I'm tallying it up, I have 13, you have 14. So, Nico's either going to have, like, an eight-game lead or I'm going to come back and get one or two games on him in the pick him once the season I think next week, next, like I said, next
1: week, I, 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 I'm confident in, in what I know. Is all I'm going to say. I'm very confident in what I know. I'm, I'm very impressed with your Breakfast Club knowledge because I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen that movie probably since high school, I think. I've I, that I need
0: to, now that I'm a teacher, it's like I used to watch Vision Quest every wrestling season. I used to watch Remember the Titans every football season. I pretty much watched Breakfast Club going into every school year it's like, They can work together. They do like each other. They just hate you. They're friends. They hate the teacher and the administration. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. You get the horns. You get the horns. I, I still wanted to, when I saw that movie initially, you know how when they open up Bender's locker, there's the guillotine that slides down? I wanted that in my locker so bad. Oh, For no reason, niche, I just wanted it.
1: The, the niche stuff that we that we that we've
0: watched over the years—it's it's wild, it's insane. It's um, these kids, think- these
1: kids don't know about good movies. Is all I'm gonna say. There's good movies nowadays, but nothing beats the old timers. And and like I kids classics. I feel, I feel so fucking old saying that. That is, I feel like I should be on my rocking chair on the porch, be like, these they don't make the movies like they used to. And, yeah. and I sound I sound like the guy from uh, Family Guy, um, the, the 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 dad or whatever, um, doing that, just sitting out yelling at kids for no reason, for that. And look, the movies really just aren't like they were. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: I Yeah, I do have a few kids that are classics, but it is like, oh, I just watch TikTok. I don't actually watch TV or even YouTube. YouTube's old. What are you? Ew. You watch YouTube? Ugh. Mr. Pallotto, you want to be in my TikTok? No, thank you. I am going to abstain from that. That is something I will not do. Um, I I got nothing else. I I know you got a fantasy draft that you're going to be the commissioner of. I am currently in the middle of one as well. We both battled through the sickness. We got through a pretty solid hour of content for the people. I mean, if I don't toot my own horn, but, you know,
1: we've we've been putting out some bangers. Toot toot that that nice and good because, like I said, the boys next week is either going to be – um, I really want to talk about football show because we lost <laughs> or or a, a let's celebrate because we're on the next one. We're about – we're, we're taking the lead by storm. So, like I said, if you're in the Boston area um, and you're a listener, come out to Gillette. It's Actually, it's, it, we played Labor Day weekend first game at 1145, game at 2 o'clock. The game at, I believe, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock as well, all day long. At, at where the Patriots play, so it's very very exciting. So, no uh, further ado, roll, roll Woods, baby! Like if it's the last time I can say it this year, then so be it. It won't be the last time I say it on, on maybe on the show, maybe. But roll Woods, let's get this shit going.
0: Roll Woods, uh, be sure to check out Top of the Mountain. Drop in first episode for this season on Friday. Sunday Scaries will be back on. Sunday. I'm hoping to get Darren from Fat Boy Fade Away on. He actually moved up and is a dean now, so I'm going to talk a little bit more school stuff on this week's episode. That's all the content that we have coming up. We'll be back next week. Finale of Guest the Bench, head-to-head to, head, to head mano Ivano and then we're also going to start our 2023-24 NFL FEOTB Pod Pick'Em. So be sure to follow at FEOTB Pod, subscribe to the YouTube channel, check out the Variety Sports Network, and uh, if you don't do anything else, enjoy your week. We will see you guys next time. Peace! if you don't stay down and you never quit come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench